folks welcome into a very very special episode of crossing swords podcast it's been a little while but it's gonna be your boy ty b and none other than dewey crocs talking about his time in buffalo we'll talk about the reverse retro jerseys and some of the little bit of the nhl nhl pa news that's going on right now and the possibility of what could be a shortened season, these divisions and whatnot. But first, a shout out for our sponsor, Paza Electric. Give them a call today at 716-698-2711. Paza Electric can help with any commercial or residential job. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's new house wiring, maybe installing a backup generator just in time for the winter season in case anything happens, or just general troubleshooting. Give Pazda a call, 716-698-2711, and let them know Trainwreck Sports sent you for the hookup. Catsy, you're back in Long Island. You tested negative for COVID. You got out of the orange zone. You survived. You got to meet the Trainwreck boys. How are you feeling right now? What's up? What's up, Ty B? I feel like it's been a while, but it's really only been less than two days. Um, I spent what? I was definitely in the double digits there with my visitation up in the 716. I had a great time. Definitely a little unexpected extended vacay. Uh, the weather was great. The bills were rolling. The bulls were rolling. We were rolling. Having a good time. What's up, Tybee? Oh, you know, we're just here. Talk a little bit about your time in Buffalo. Talk about these reverse retro jerseys. We'll get into that in a minute. I know you graded all of them. That piece will be coming out on Trainwreck Sports probably today, maybe Saturday. So today I'm saying as in when people are going to be listening to this on Friday. So um, Dewey, your favorite part about Buffalo. I know we're, we're talking about getting you here, trying to trying to make you find a forever home here in Buffalo. What did, what did you love about the city? Honestly, what I love the most about Buffalo was how easy it is to get in and out of that city. I mean, going into New York City is an absolute nightmare for anyone involved. Um, It's not an easy thing to plan, especially if you're just going in for the day. Um, It's a nightmare, but it seems pretty easy to maneuver around Buffalo. It's a very nice city. I enjoy myself. Lots of places to eat. Um, And actually, when we went down to Elmwood, was it 40 Thieves? That that area was beautiful. Yeah, you went to 40 Thieves, Allentown. We went to Coulter. Got some watch yep. at Coulter Bay. Yep. Oh, just it's it's great. Like oh, oh Lord. It's a good that is, boy over there. That is the uh the guard door barking at absolutely nothing. Probably but probably is that is that a Steve Cohen signing someone update or something? Yeah. <laughs> but, is. Yeah, great food, great neighborhoods in Buffalo. We gotta and, uh, get a, a content house for, for us with Dewey. Yeah, we're going to get the content house. Uh, be on the lookout for the train station coming near you. Um, and none other than that, but the Tinder selection uh, up there was absolutely unreal. I was ripping it for uh, a little bit there, and um, it was a great time. Uh, I do have a couple of stories. They might not be uh, good for Crossing Swords content, but uh, that's we that's yeah, that's, a, that's how we plug Real Talk. Real Talk. Go follow Real Talk. On Twitter, Real Talk, on all your podcast platforms, R-E-I-L-E, Talk. Yep, we do have a good time on Real Talk. It's myself, Jonesy B., our great host, Dom, and our beautiful friend out in Boston, Marissa. Uh, we have a good time. Um, and it's just a more of like a free free show. Uh, we just kind of let the conversation roll. We like our um, 
our fans to ask us questions. Uh, you guys at Train like, like to get involved with us a little bit. It's a good time. Uh, we should be recording a new episode within the next couple of days. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for that. It's must-listen podcasting. I, I, It's something I still go to. I don't listen to that many podcasts anymore just because like, I don't want to feel like I'm being influenced by other people. I want to be creating this sort of stuff on my own. Um, I listen to like certain things, but real talk, I listen to it all the time because yep. you guys just have me laughing my ass off at work. Like the old ladies are staring at me like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? And I'm just dying laughing at Marissa saying there's copper in my water. And like, <laughs> just, uh, it's, it's phenomenal. Especially if you love um, making fun of people with Boston accents. Oh yeah. It's, it's a great time. Marissa definitely fits the bill for what we were looking for um, on the cast there. And uh, yeah, I mean, we got, we got Dom, uh, bitching and moaning about the Mets or whatever else. And then you got Jonesy telling us what he did at the gym. And then you got Marissa uh, <laughs> telling us about her sugar daddy. And then you have me just trying to talk. I mean, we all know that I, I'm not, I'm not the best speaker. I can't vocalize the best, but I try. And sometimes I'm successful. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about being successful and unsuccessful. The Islanders, not so much with these reverse retro jerseys here. What were your, your first thoughts, Dewey, on seeing those? Exactly what I thought was going to happen. A very minimalistic design. You got Lou Lamorella at the helm there. You knew not much was going to be there for creativity. I believe Adidas had most of the creativity in the whole process for this project throughout the league. Um, but I would expect more from the Islanders next year when our 50th anniversary uh, pops off and our inaugural season at UBS Arena at Belmont. So I'd expect a couple of changes there, maybe a new third or a couple of patches. Um, but yeah, very minimalistic design. Uh, goes back to the early 2000s with that dark blue design when we had like Chris Osgood, uh, Michael Pekka, Alexi Yashin, Ola Kavasha, those days. Um, but as a fan, like it doesn't change my opinion. It doesn't change the product on the ice. And as long as we just keep winning and keep making more postseason appearances, whatever they wear on the jersey or on the ice, doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I feel like that's what like everyone's getting tripped up on. They're like criticizing these teams and this and that. And it's like, realistically, who cares unless your team's good? Like, yeah, some people are going to buy the jerseys like no matter what. But we've seen so many losing teams here in a row in Buffalo that I'm just like you right now. I could care less what the hell they're wearing out there on the ice. I'm glad they went back to blue and gold. That's phenomenal. The Royal blue and gold. Um, I, I think the Sabres absolutely did a phenomenal job with their reverse retro. I know some people wanted it to be red and black or some people wanted the goat head um, nitpick all you want. I think it's basically all you could have asked for. Um, you bring back that early two thousands, late nineties, Buffalo feel with those, crossing swords jerseys and uh, going with the blue and gold to tie everything together with you know bringing back the royal blue this year i think it just gives you such a sleek uniform set all the way around i'm i'm pumped can't wait to see it out in the ice yep yeah for sure it's definitely a clean look for you guys um at least you guys did get the goat head in some capacity on those shoulder on patches those shoulder pads, yep. i was hoping for the islanders like with these jerseys that they're wearing from the early 2000s at least they had the four stripes on the shoulders for the four cups we got nothing you guys got the goat head which is great my opinion that should have been the crest on the jersey um but you guys have some good things happening there in buffalo uh, a couple new pieces in the front office eric stall taylor hall things yeah. are looking up for you guys now you guys got some new threads 
and new Royal Blue jerseys too, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Got, so gotta love it. Things are looking good. Dewey, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I know I was just looking through your grades, but let's, let's go. Both of us will do our top five reverse retro jerseys. Doesn't necessarily have to be in any order, but what five are you fucking with the most? Uh, definitely love that Tampa Bay Jersey. Um, I was a big fan of Vinny LeCavier when he got drafted. I even had a goldfish named after him. So that 2014 <laughs> was great. Um, and I loved how they incorporated that, uh, Royal blue look with the classic logo. Definitely gave it a modern look to a classic era, I guess, in that sort of franchise when they've only been around for like 25 years. Um, I do really like the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, they're kind of mimicking the Rangers a little bit with that diagonal design. I wish they did the powder blues because those are fire. There's some heat there, but still a very good design. Uh, well. And then I think top notch is the Los Angeles Kings. I think they blew oh, it out of the park there. I think they gave the fans exactly what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm curious to see how many people turn these hockey jerseys into Kobe jerseys because that's definitely a, a thing that I could see. Oh, exactly. Like, I, I think I might be buying one of those. Like, I, I damn near want to buy one of those before I buy one of the Sabres ones. They, they're in my top three for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I, and even the Boston Bruins, it's about time they went to a gold Jersey. Um, but definitely, uh, the meth bear, uh, (laughs) played a little bit of a part there in the Jersey for some shoulder patches, but, uh, I think the Bruins made a good decision there, giving the fans a gold jersey. Now it just depends on what they do with the gloves and the helmet situation to see how the rest of the uniform pops. But the Bruins were definitely up there at the top of my list. Top of my list. You gotta have one more, right, Dewey? One more, one more, uh, and then yeah. How great are those Coyotes jerseys, man? Um, it's not the full Kachina look, mm-hmm. but they're giving the fans such a. I feel like this is what the project was all about: make it fun. Um, and they're, it's just different. And they're going to look so good on the ice. And I said it in my piece earlier. I'll give a little hint there. Austin Matthews will definitely be looking good in this jersey in a couple <laughs> of years. Um, so I, the Coyotes definitely knocked it out of the park. If yeah. I'm going to list one through five, it's definitely the Coyotes, the Lightning, the Bruins, the Abs, and then the Los Angeles Kings. Yeah, I, I got to have the Coyotes up there, too. That, those jerseys are phenomenal. I hope they keep those for the long term. Going with those, uh, I'd I love what the Kings did, too. You hit on all those points. I like I love the color set. Um, using the white with the gold trim for the logo, it just – it really pops on the purple. It looks just just phenomenal. Um, I, I think the Calgary Flames set is, is a little bit, like, under the radar – fired no pun intended not nah, pun intended fuck it um it, just the stallion with the flames coming yep. coming out on the black jersey it just looks so cool it looks really 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 nice i love that one there um then we get into some tough tough because i liked a lot of these i really did um i'm gonna go with i got i, I the Mighty Ducks were always, you know, growing up, my team besides the Buffalo Sabres, I had a Mighty Ducks jersey as a kid. I just loved the movie. So the Mighty and, you know, Wild Wing, everything else. So I, them going back to those jerseys, it's it's just kind of a nostalgic thing for me. So I got to go with the Ducks. And a team I saw you weren't very happy with, I like what the Capitals did. 
I like the color set on that with the Screaming Eagle. I think it looks very nice. I think the navy pops real well in the logo with the red jersey. Um, I, I like the, you know, the, the little cut of the V. It's a real clean set to me. I don't, I don't know what your problem with that one was, Dewey. It's, I just feel like even as a hockey fan, you wanted to see something other than the red, white, and blue look. Uh, I mean, we only saw that one season with Ovi with those classic mm-hmm. blue and black and that gold trim jerseys. That would have been great for the five, six times that they're most likely going to wear these jerseys. The fans got the Screaming Eagle. They got it. That's sweet. The Screaming Eagle, I have no problem with. Just a color scheme. Could have been a little different for me. And as a fan, I don't think any of these jerseys are bad. There's just some good ones and then there's some not so good ones. And it's great to see the league get refreshed here with a whole new set of jerseys for every team. Oh, and it's great to see the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Detroit Red Wings looking like trash. Out of any of them, you're going to nitpick. Those are the two you're going to nitpick the most. Yep. Whenever Toronto has a chance to be made fun of, they just take the (laughs) opportunity to run and they ran. Oh, absolutely. Those numbers look like they're almost like taped on with like duct tape. Like they're just huge, big, blocky, just goofy looking to me. I I don't know what they were doing designing those, but I, I'm glad it's not a Sabres. Sabres I'm, I'm surprised they didn't uh, get all new pajama sets for jerseys because <laughs> I thought John Tavares likes his pajamas, but uh, they'll settle for those, I guess. It is what it is. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Like I, I'm just happy like they did something like this with the jerseys because we've seen for so long the NHL is sort of a league where – they just kind of keep things a status quo. They don't, they don't go out there doing different things. And it's something that, I mean, you look at soccer, for instance, every single year, uh, these teams get new kits, new jerseys every single year. Um, it, br- it brings in more money for your team. So I don't really know, you know, why they're against this sometimes putting out alternate jerseys, things like that. I think it just gives something more for the fans and there's nothing you can complain about if you're the fan, you know what I mean? Right. Also in these like European leagues, like the EPL, there's a lot more creativity when it comes to that league because there's a lot more sponsors for their jerseys. Adidas owns the league in, Mm -hmm. in the NHL. So there's more opportunity for more teams to be a little more creative but it's still pretty cool to see the league be refreshed here. Um, and I still think some teams are going to get new thirds anyway. Like I mentioned with the Islanders earlier, I would expect something different for the inaugural season, whether it's a patch or a, a whole new alternate jersey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think they will. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think we got a couple more teams who have some anniversaries coming up over the next few seasons. So we should be able to see a little bit more of that, but I got to bring up, uh, it's not necessarily the best news you're hearing right now. An article just came out from Emily Kaplan and Greg Wyshynski at 7.30, where it's 9.30 right now. Um, I know Wyshynski was on WGR 550 today and talked about it a little bit with Chopin the Bulldog. Um, Here's the headline. NHLPA blindsided by owners' request to change terms on new CBA. Um, They just negotiated this to get the bubble situation and everything taken care of whole bunch of stuff with, you know, capping escrow and deferred compensation and all that. But now the, the owners are demanding basically more money up front. Um, and the players are like, yeah, like we just gave you more. So why do we have to give you more again? We already agreed to it. So if we're going to give you more again, you're just going to keep asking for more. So that puts them in a shitty situation. 
cats, I know you're not, you know, very well versed on this, but it's not the best thing you want to be hearing right now when we got to figure out how to put together a season right now. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the clock is only just ticking. Um, the league wants to start by January 1st. I think that's what reports are saying. Mm-hmm. But it, it, in a situation like this and this economy, in this economy, it's got to be a two-way street. Uh, both sides have to be happy with something. And it sounds like there's a little bit of miscommunication in the in the conversations, but talks are fluid, which is good. Um, and there's, what, 31 reps in NHLPA. So I feel like a deal will get done in a couple of weeks here. It's just going to have to take some time and a couple more conversations. Mm-hmm. And then they're still going to have that huge, huge hoop to jump through with with Canada because you have seven Canadian teams. Obviously, the border is still not open. And you're having even more issues with the entire ECHL North Division opting out this year. Um, that's putting more of a burden on everything. We still don't know what's necessarily going to be happening with the AHL either. It's just not the best news you want to be hearing when Gary Bettman's coming out and saying he wants to start the season on January 1st. Well, we're, you know, six weeks out from that. I don't know how realistic that is at this point because there's so much that has to be put in place. These teams have to do so much um, that they're going to have to do to be able to follow these protocols, especially within the locker rooms and in regards to social distancing, the way NFL and other professional teams have. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be tough cats. I don't, I don't know what they're going to, if they're going to be able to get that done by the first, what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think they can do it in six weeks at this point? Um, I think anything is possible for sure. Um, but like I said, it's going to have to come. It's probably going to come down to the wire with the year winding down. Uh, players definitely want to get back out there for training camp. So they definitely want to get a deal done sooner or later. Uh, but like I said, it's a two-way street and both sides have to be happy. Yeah. And you're going to have to figure out how to do a training camp. How are you going to have any preseason yep. games? What's that going to be like? It, logistics of traveling and all this stuff and division, uh, we're seeing, yeah, all these different divisions being thrown around, a Canadian division, um, a division where the Islanders, Rangers, Devils, Bruins, Sabres, and then what, Philly and Pittsburgh? Philly, Pittsburgh, Washington, and Carolina. Yeah, which would be very, very interesting. Yep. I can't uh, wait to play the Islanders no, over and No over. room for error. Yeah, we can't wait for those uh, free wins there, maybe four or five times against the Sabres. I'm no going to put up like – three goals a game this year if, if we get to play the Islanders that much I can't wait I'm calling it now Oliver Wallstrom gets his first hat trick against the Buffalo Sabres in his career at any time doesn't have to be this year or next is year cra- is he gonna crack the lineup this year I would hope so there's, there's a lot of glaring issues in our lineup but we got to start playing these young guys to get that value in them during their ELCs so that way we can maybe figure it out if they're part of the plan or not in the future are they yeah are they gonna even sign Barzell or or they wait until I just saw a rumor year. today that they're maybe looking to move Josh Bailey for some money in for Barzell. I don't know what Lou is thinking. I've kind of just been so shut away from hockey for a little bit. Maybe you move Bailey, freeze up some more room so you don't have to worry about it in the long term with that Barzell contract going in the long term. Maybe then you can sign a guy like Duclair who's still out there. Yeah, there's lots of names out there. Mike Hoffman, Declare. I'd really like Declare to come play down with uh, Pat Joe and Broussard if we get Broussard back. 
Uh, that's a solid uh, chemistry line right there. But we're somebody just has to take Johnny Boychuk away from us. He's kind of <laughs> holding it down with this, like I think it's 5.5 or 6.5 mil a year. Uh, so somebody who has the cap like Detroit, we know you got the cap. Take him. He's yours. Pretty sure you guys need some blue line help anyway. You're probably going to have to give him a pick, like maybe like a first-round pick for well, that. This is why we also somehow. got rid of Devontae's for those two second-round picks. Mm-hmm. You got to bite the bullet, and I'm sure getting rid of Devontae's was not in their plans. But when an opportunity comes in a different direction, sure, why not? I mean, it's a business. It's nothing personal. It's, it's a business decision. Devontae's will be an absolute stud in Colorado. I have no <laughs> doubt about that. The guy's an absolute weapon. Uh, but it's just sad to see him go because he was a pretty big piece in our player front. Yep, absolutely. And it's just interesting. We just brought up to Claire Hoffman. They're still not getting signed. Is it maybe because some of these RFAs still out there, some of the bigger name guys, these teams are waiting to see where the money is, or maybe they're waiting just to see when the season's going to be played. Right. I don't know what some of these teams are doing really, because it doesn't seem like we're hearing much trade talks either right now. Um, it's it's sort of a real real weird situation, right? And obviously, there are a lot of things bigger than sports. So I'm sure all these players are just focusing on staying healthy and being with their families and their loved ones, especially with the holidays coming up. So I'm pretty sure, of course, like work is on their mind. But right now, most likely, it's not the biggest priority. But it is their careers. But I'm as much as the players want to play, things do need to get figured out first. With if there is a season or a shortened season or anything like that with the next six, seven weeks coming up. Yep. I'm so freaking the, I want to see hockey at least some yeah, point yep. soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably won't be able to go see it in New York state. Uh, we all know why. Yeah. Cuomo. Sorry. It is what it is guys. Um, let's do our part. Make sure we continue to social distance through the holidays and hopefully we can turn that around. Maybe we can have a super bowl parade for the bills and then the Stanley cup parade for the Sabres in the summer. You never know what could happen. Dewey, let's get your last thoughts here before we hop out of here on a quick Dewey does Buffalo crossing swords episode. Yeah, we definitely uh, got to get Dewey back up to Buffalo. Quick shout out to Al for having me check out studio D maniac for checking out studio laugh. Uh, the rest of the guys over at train wreck uh, sleep cons meerkat. Uh, you guys uh, we're great the last 10, 11 days. I can't wait to see all of you guys soon, hopefully in a more permanent capacity. We're working on that. Train station, <laughs> hello. Boys start looking for a house. We're saying, we're saying, boop, boop, boop. Uh, Buffalo is a great time. Also, shout out to my boys at Just Edition. Be on the lookout for this new drop. I got a peek. Y'all better be ready. That shit is heat. Promo code Trainwreck, 10% off, justition.com. Folks, make sure you hop on that. Follow them on all their social medias at Justition. That release is going to be fire. I've seen it. I haven't seen it in person like Cat's got to. Lucky him. But it's going to be a phenomenal release. Some phenom- Ugh, These shorts are literally going to melt your leg hairs off as soon as you put them on. Um, I, I, they blow my mind every time. Matt just boom it's it's unbelievable what a creative genius the skate is. skins the skate skins you saw the skate skins with the retro reverse retro logos i can't even we need them in the nhl give me skate skins in the nhl i can't wait um can you imagine Darlene skating around with some saber skate skins designed by justition can't wait to see it 10 percent off train wreck
I could see Barzell skating so fast past Darlene that his skate skins fall off. But you could put the skate skins back on because that's what they're all about with the skate skins. Put them right back on and take them off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You pretty much can. So that wraps it up for Dewey Crocs. Catsy down on Long Island. Came up to visit. Came down to visit. He keeps yelling at me for that one. Uh, well, we I did come up, but I got to go down to come back. <laughs> So we had a great time in Buffalo. You got to bring them back to do it again. Hopefully it'll be for some of these big Isle Sabres matchups. Who knows what's going on in the future here. Let's get hockey back. Make sure you guys all stay safe. Do your part, wear your mask, social distance. I don't care. Like you just got to believe in it just so we can get back and in the stands for all this stuff. So we can all enjoy Sabres hockey together. your mask. Listen to Joe Conzi. He's always asking you guys to mask up. Do it. If Conzi's not happy, we're not happy. Absolutely. We got to get back in the stands. We got to get in there. We got to turn the library back into a real arena. Get the barn rocking again and pack the plazas when we get back into the playoffs. Let's go Sabres.